Welcome to RPG A Day 2020. Thank you, Liren. Couple. This is my attempt at a Blogs on Tape episode. I'll be reading a post from Chris McDowell's Bastion Land blog. I have to say I'm not entirely happy with this one. My presentation style is a little dry to say the least. And it probably won't mean anything to anybody who doesn't own the electric Bastion Land rules. Having said that, Chris McDowell's Bastion Land blog is well worth checking out. It's full of great advice and I'm sure there's stuff there that could be helpful for anyone running a game. Hold up. Ah, and I did have to look up the term MVP. As far as I could make out, it means most valuable player, and that's a sporting term. And the reason I don't know that is uh, I'm not really a sports fan. Anyway, back to the show. Collaborative Bastion Land. Getting a group in the same room isn't as easy as it used to be. There's nothing stopping us playing Electric Bastion Land one-on-one. But how about an alternative for if you want to play with two people sat on the same side of the table? Collaborative Bastion Land This game uses the same rules as Electric Bastion Land with the following additions. The Companion Both players create their own character as normal. A third character is created, the Companion. They are part of the group but are controlled by whichever player currently holds the baton. The baton. Pick an object that is otherwise useless at the table to be the baton. Ideally, some sort of stick. If you have a real conductor's baton, then you're playing at maximum effectiveness. Whichever player has the baton acts as the conductor. They describe the world, answer questions, call for roles, and act on behalf of any non-player character, including the companion. The baton is passed between the players at intervals that feel right. As a rough guide, pass the baton whenever you think, hmm, should I pass the baton? And in general, don't refuse the baton being passed to you. You can still have your own character act while you hold the baton, but if you're taking the lead on an action, then it's a good idea to pass the baton. I won't make hard rules for this, Just do what feels right and discuss it between yourselves if it feels wrong. Agendas. In addition to the normal character creation, each player has two agendas. It's important that these are secret and that both players have different agendas. So write them on cards or scraps of paper before randomly assigning two to each player. 1. Laugh at danger. 2. Get answers. 3. Build a reputation. 4. Indulge your senses. 5. Change the world. 6. Establish order. The players keep one agenda next to their character and place the other next to the companion sheet. The player will be aiming to fulfil the agendas for their character or the companion, respectively. Remember, these must both be kept secret and players should resist asking the other player 
about their agenda or talking about their own. If you just tell each other, you're robbing yourselves of the fun. At the end of the session, each player reveals their agendas. Argue over who achieved theirs the best. That player gets MVP. If it feels like a tie, you can agree that one of the companion's agendas was more fully achieved, right? Think of that like the tiebreaker. That player gets MVP. So yeah, you can kind of win at this. It's cooperative, but there's a silly little competition happening alongside the game to give things a little edge. Laying the foundations. Go to the Mapping Bastion section of the book, page 252, and work through the process together to create a borough on a big sheet of paper. Pass the baton between each of the steps. Keep it broad here, just names and loose ideas to be fleshed out once you start proper play. Make good use of the spark tables and don't go above two words for any single element of the world. Go to Random Game Inspiration, page 241, and roll on the spark tables. Use this as inspiration for a piece of treasure and its current location slash holder and the time pressure that applies. Put the treasure at one end of the map and yourself at the furthest possible point. Describing the world. The world is discovered as the player with the button answers questions or makes new declarations. Make good use of the content in the understanding bastion and conducting bastion sections, especially the spark tables and touchstones. Add details to your map as they are discovered. Combat and danger. This should work fine as normal. Remember the principles in the conducting of the game section, page 242. Be honest, fair and confident. If your character is the only one in mortal danger, then it's a good idea to pass the baton. So this replaces the conductor, right? Why not use this all the time? The type of game this method produces is definitely going to be different than a traditional game with a full table and single conductor. The challenge element is probably going to feel lower as you don't have a fully neutral arbiter or even a neutral uncaring world to go up against. It's pushing up more against those collaborative world building games and I think it's only going to work if you play with somebody you trust. Think of it as a different way to explore the same bastion land. Chris McDowell, Friday 24th of April 2020 www.bastionland.com